right, ladies and gentlemen, it's Friday night. We were here in a day earlier because we have a pay-per-view this weekend. It's the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. I'm Elio and he's Ben. Ben, how are you? I'm great, man. I am uh, I'm having a great week so far. And uh, thanks for agreeing to move the show um, up a little bit to accommodate uh, this weekend's pay-per-view. I appreciate not having to do back-to-back podcast days. Yes, tomorrow, tomorrow, then tomorrow morning, I, I can just uh, put this all together and upload, and then I have the rest of the weekend to myself. Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, th- this is going to be a big, uh, you know, wrestling weekend, so I just figured... You know, if we can get a head start on, on the preview show, at least, yep. uh, then that would be a positive. Now, um, I, I, I would like to tell uh, the, the listeners one thing. Um, because of the fact that Elio and I are so interested in just moving past the uh, pandemic era, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to be very honest with you and just say that uh, when I do Raw coming up in just a minute, um, it's going to be a very quick um, high and low edition of the thing because I just can't take any more of this uh, Monday Night Raw. I, I, I really can't because, you know, I, it seems like I say some variation of this every week, but I I feel like if I go too deep on Monday Night Raw, I'm going to blow a gasket. Um, And because of the fact that I'm trying to maintain a a positive attitude with the return of fans and also um, some uh, very positive news in my personal life, um, and I'm trying to stay positive tonight, I think we'll just kind of skim through Monday Night Raw very quickly. But before we do that, uh, how was your week? Um, it, it started it started out very, very slow, and then it, it, it definitely um, uh, hold on, hold on. got better between yesterday hold and on, today. So. You, you, sir, had an adventurous weekend on, uh, I believe, Saturday or Sunday night? Uh, it was... Um, it was Sunday, yes. Yes, you went to Ring of Honor, uh, Best in the World. I did indeed. And tell, it was, tell, us, tell us about it. How well was it? It was actually a very, very good show. I was, um, I was surprised because I had, um, I had attempted to watch a couple of episodes, um, you know, in the pandemic era, uh, the same as I've attempted to do with Impact Wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Impact Wrestling is a lot harder to get because I don't have. Um, I don't have access, and quite frankly, I just don't want to. I just don't want to watch it online. You're not missing much. So I, 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 I'm watching it because we get it here on Saturday nights at 7 p.m. on this channel called Game TV. So yeah. I, I've been like recording it just to like watch and keep up with what's going on, and you're not missing much. Yeah, I think what I think what I'm gonna end up doing is um. Now that fans are officially back, because this weekend was kind of um, Ring of Honor's relaunch in terms of like bringing fans back. So was it a full house? 
Not quite a full house, but it was it was still a very nice crowd. I thought that's cool. Because yeah. it was it was a smaller venue, so all in all, I would say they had about twelve hundred fans. So, um, it, because ROH was one of the shows we used to cover on my other show. Yeah. However, it was kind of hard to watch it, like with the pandemic. Like the the last thing we did, we covered that pure championship tournament from last year. Do you remember that? Um, they had that pure championship tournament. No. Um, oh, okay. I, yeah, they no, actually. Yeah. I, I, I don't. They actually had a tournament. To, like they had an actual pure championship belt they brought back. So we uh, we covered that one. That was kind of the last thing that we did because it seemed like ROH was like going down with uh, this whole pandemic stuff. Yeah, there was actually talk, and I um, I think at one point they were in danger of going out of business. So I'm really oh, happy. No. What, so what happened? What did, did this? What turned it around? Well, I don't I don't know. I think they were just able to hang on because. Um, Sinclair Broadcasting, the, the company that owns it, mm-hmm. is is a multi million dollar company. So, so you know um, what? You know what? So. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up the card here before we get into our other shows. I'm gonna bring up the card here. I'm gonna go through the matches. I'm gonna because I'm curious to see to get your thoughts on these matches. Um. Yeah. Let me actually let me pull up a review of that myself just so I can uh, have an eye on that. So now they they had uh, okay. I'll wait for you to um, pull up the stuff on your end, and um, I'm just looking through the matches here. They had like ten matches on the. Did right. you did you see the one uh, dark match? I'm guessing you did, right? Um. It, which one? Which one? I probably did. Which one was that? It was uh, Ray Horace defeating Demonic Flamita. Yes, I did. Okay, I guess was that any? I don't know. I'm just... Um. Well, well, and and that was a, uh, that was a tougher one for me because, quite frankly, I um. I wasn't um familiar with either one of them. Okay. Um. I... At least very much. I mean, I had seen Ray Horace before. I'm, I'm just um, looking up Flamita. Okay, I'm familiar with Flamita because he used to be in Lucha Underground and Triple uh, A. So I've seen him before. Yeah, but I mean, I, I mean, I thought that it was, um, I thought that it was a very good, um, a very good way to um, start things out, and and this ended up being. Um, their uh, pre-show, mm-hmm. and then um, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, um, it was. Let me see. I have to ask you about this next dark match. <laughs> oh yeah, Dan Danhausen. Danhausen yes. and PCO defeating the Beauty Bruiser and Brian Malonis. Oh yeah, uh, you. I wanted. I want your thoughts on Dan Housen. <laughs> this was my first time seeing. And, oh really? Um, okay. Yeah, I um, I don't really understand the gimmick. To tell you the truth, I'm gonna tell you what what this guy reminds me of. 
Now, back in the 90s, there was a wrestler in the WWF at the time, and um, he was called the Great Mephisto. He, he used to come out to the ring in a, like a tuxedo magician's outfit and his face painted. I'm sorry, what was his name? The Great Mephisto. Yeah, I've never heard of him either. Yeah, that was like, yeah, that, well... It was a short-lived gimmick. Uh, that's why you never heard of him because uh, he didn't even last too long. Well, yeah, magicians' gimmicks in, in professional wrestling um, don't really work out too well. Perhaps Alexa Bliss from WWE Creative should have heeded that advice and stopped this magic bullshit a long time ago. So yeah, uh, um, and P- okay, go on. But um, getting getting back to. Um, to ROH and 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 this match, um, you know, it was um, you could definitely tell when when the show started versus what what the um, what the pre-show matches were, because in my opinion, um, uh, the the card started with the Briscoes defeating Brian Johnson and PJ Black. To me, that was the. F- yep, that's the former. Uh, oh, what was his name? Jo- uh, Justin Gabriel. That's it. How did I? How did I uh, no, but going back to the second match, PCO. What do you think of this guy? I, I I have a lot of respect for him, especially if he's been that long in the business and has been able to like, rejuvenate his career at this yeah, point. You've seen him before. You've seen him in the WB before. And what what was his um Do you remember uh when he played the pirate John Pierre Lafitte? Oh my god. And do you remember when he was one half of the Quebecers with Jacques Rougeau? Oh my god, that was him. That's him. Um oh my god. Yes. <laughs> Talk about a flashing <laughs> from the past. God damn. And like he totally changes his look. I'm like, well, like uh, of course he's older, but like he totally changes the look from what he used to be. I'm like, holy jeez. Yeah, yeah, he and, and he looks like so much more of a badass. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about the Briscoes and uh Johnson and PG Buck. Um, well, like I said, to to me. Um, this was the real start of the pay-per-view. Okay. Um, cause this is, this is when, uh, this is when the production and everything really started to, uh, come into play. All right. And, uh, um, and I was, I was surprised that the Briscoes, um, kick, uh, kicked off the evening. I would have, I would have expected them to be, uh, in a main event position. I was about to say that usually uh, they're in the main event on uh, these cards. Well, exactly, and uh, and given how the crowd reacted to them, you would have thought that this was the main event. Um, but I mean, it was it, it was very um, it, it it was a very uh, solid match, um, but. You know, of course, nobody really expected um, Brian Johnson and PJ Black to take to take out the Briscoes. So it was 
I think the fact that it was a foregone conclusion um, as to who was going to win kind of hurt the match a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, whenever, whenever you get to see the Briscoes in action, you're not going to get me to complain because the only reason why they are not considered one of the top tag teams in yeah. the industry, yeah. which they should be, okay. um, is because of their look. Oh yeah, they they don't look like uh, your 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 usual wrestler, which, which is fine by me. I don't yeah. I don't I don't really give a fuck. Yep, I agree. Know, especially especially because I don't swing that way. Um, but um, but you know, uh, yeah, Eric Rowan, does he look like a wrestler? Come on. No, he looks like a fucking lumberjack. <laughs> but, but, um, but you know, it's just, it's cool because you know yeah. the, these the Briscoes are legitimately chicken farmers. Like that's what they that's their day. I job, can't I believe I can't believe it when I heard that. I'm like wow, okay, that, that's it. I I I've heard and, it. And, yeah. and I I have. I have a lot more respect for the Briscoes than say I do the Young Bucks. I I take the Briscoes over the Young Bucks any fucking day of the week. And and like I said, the only reason why the Briscoes are not more popular and that's saying something because they are one of the top tag teams in the industry, but the reason you don't hear their name very much um it is because they're not in front of a wider audience and the fact that they're not, you know, they're not pretty. And then this next match, this guy is carrying this name everywhere. EC3 defeating Flip Gordon. Flip Gordon's pretty cool. We interviewed him. Yeah, um, I was a little bit disappointed with this match. I, I would have expected it to be... Um, much better to tell you the truth. I, I just can't believe like uh, this guy is still carrying this name EC3, like from Impact to WWE to Impact to ROH. <laughs> Why? Yeah, well, well, because because WWE treated him like shit. Um, no, I'm saying, why is he still carrying the name EC3? Oh, oh, I misunderstood the question. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. My bad. I mean, I, um, he's, been, he's been using this name since I since I saw this guy outside of uh, when he was Derek Bateman in NXT. Yeah, um, that's a that's a very good point. I to which I don't know the answer. My my only thought is maybe he owns the um. The name. I don't and know. that's another thing. Derek Bateman. And then they release him. Then they bring him back. And you cut him again. <laughs> what the, what, why? Why are you bring yeah. him back for? I don't I don't know. But uh you know I I, I like EC three, but th- this was this was not one of his um his better matches. This was actually if I had to name a low point for the evening, uh, in terms of the main card, this was this was definitely a match that disappointed me. Then we have Shane Taylor Promotions defeating Dalton Castle, Eli Isom, and Dak Draper. 
this was this was very inter this was very interesting because uh, this was my, my second opportunity to see uh, Dalton Castle up close. Okay. Um, because I, I had been I had been to Best in the World 2019, and then of course I was there this past weekend. Um, and um, I I gotta I gotta tell you I'm I, I mean I think the guy's a talented wrestler, but I don't I don't really see the the gimmick working because and, and maybe I'm wrong because I don't really. Um, I confess I haven't really watched ROH enough to be familiar with um, Dalton Castle. Yeah. Um, I do know he was the um, world champion at one point, so something's working for him. But I just um, – I personally do not understand the gimmick. Okay. And I, I, think, I think that is because – I've never liked somebody being flamboyant for the sake of being flamboyant. No, oh, you wouldn't have liked Adrian Adonis. <laughs> <laughs> and and like I'll, I'll give you an example, right? So obviously Shawn Michaels had a lot of flamboyance and a lot of flair to him, but um, but it wasn't like so in your face. And it, like it was like much more in the ring and character driven. Yeah. Uh, whereas with with Dalton Castle, I feel like they're 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 pushing the 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 homosexual aspect of the gimmick for the sake of it. I don't really and, and not that I have a problem with with. Uh, a homosexual gimmick in wrestling. I just, I just don't get it. I don't understand the the presentation. Okay. Then we had uh, these two. I believe at one point that they were like uh, somewhat of a team. I don't know. Josh Woods defeating Silas Young. I like Silas Young. Yes, I've, I've seen this guy. I like uh, his uh, in ring work. Yeah, I, I I do too, and um, he had uh, the and this match arguably had the biggest spot of the evening. Oh, because um, it was where um, Josh Woods hit Young with a German suplex off the apron through two tables. Oh, wow! I mean, and actually, actually, oh, it was the last man standing match. Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, and um, surprisingly, that wasn't the end of the match. But um, my my nephew had this perfect timing because he he got the entire spot on um, on video. Oh, cool! <laughs> I mean, even at, even at ten years old, he was like, "Oh, something really cool is coming," you know, and like. Sure enough, he he got that he got that phone working so fast. And, That's awesome. Yeah, it was it was actually pretty cool because he he got it perfect and it was like because our seats were like directly facing the rain. Okay. On Wait, the, you, oh, did you have like floor levels or? No, no, we were on the, the second level in the the um, wheelchair section. Yeah, but but it was like perfectly facing the rain. Oh, cool. it, like our 
our view was so good, just to give you a reference, our, our view was so good in terms of what was going on that all the lasers from the entrances were hurting our eyes. And, and pretty much didn't matter where you were sitting because uh, you could see everything from where you were, I guess. Yeah. Nice. That was like yeah. a WrestleMania. No matter, doesn't matter that I was in the 500 levels. I, I saw everything. They had like big screen set up as well. No, well, in my case, I mean, you're looking directly down at the ring and, and the view was perfect. Then we have Brody King defeating Jay Lethal, who had Tracy Williams in his corner. Um, I'm uh, going to say Jay Lethal. That, uh, that promo he had with uh, Ric Flair on Impact, that was the absolute uh, best. Uh, I love that. Yeah, every time, every time that promo pops up on social media, I retweet it. I have to um, watch it every time it pops up. Yeah, I I have seen that probably more than ninety five percent of promos that I've ever watched. I mean that's just that's just pure entertainment. Um, but yeah, this was probably my favorite match of the night. Um, uh, like like I told you, um, I had actually met uh, Jay Lethal uh, two years ago. Yep. Um, at uh, Best in the World 20, uh, 2019, and he was, like, the nicest guy. When you say you met him, like, where, where were you, though, like, that you met him? I had I had backstage passes. So oh, okay, so you got to go backstage. Awesome. Yeah, I didn't get to do that this year, but in 2019 I did. Like, you actually, like, bought backstage passes, or they came with uh, the tickets? Um, I, I'll confess, I, I have a, um, I have a hookup at, oh, St. Okay. at Sinclair, so, oh, that's um, cool. that's I, okay. so I've gotten, uh, free tickets both times I, oh, I've, cool. I've been able to go, so, you know, um, but, you know, if, even if I had to pay for the, the, the tickets, I wouldn't care. I mean, I would still go because, like, the, to me... This was so much better than going to a WWE show. It wasn't even funny. Um, you know, and, and yes, granted, you know, best in the world is um, is Ring of Honor's best, uh, you know, pay-per-view of, of the year, or I should say the biggest pay-per-view of the year um, for them. Um, but, um, but like I said, I just, they still have that, you know, independent feel to them. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it, it it still feels very uh, fan-driven. I still enjoy it, though. Even though I haven't seen it in a while, but I still enjoy it. Yeah. So, this was um, this was a great match. Um, you know, um, but I was very, I was actually very surprised that Brody King won, but pleasantly so. Okay, then that, um, sorry, Juan. Because I think he he really has potential uh, to be um, to be a very uh, big star. All right, the next one is what I was talking about: uh, the pure rule, the ROH pure championship. I forgot, I forgot like who won until I'm seeing it now. So Jonathan Grisham is the champion. He won that title last year. 
So he defended against Mike Bennett uh, on at the pay per view. Um, this uh, this was a really good match, but for some reason, and I remember this, um, the crowd wasn't very invested in it, which which was very odd to me because. I mean, I was all over this. I I I, um, I bet I know why. Because they're not used to seeing actual wrestling. This is what a pure rules match is. Actual wrestling. None of this like flipping stuff that the young bucks do, or that other wrestlers do in other matches. This was well, like actual wrestling. Yeah, but 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 look, let's let's get this let's get this straight, right? So. Flippy wrestling can be done well, evidenced by the fact yeah. that, evidenced by the fact that my favorite wrestler of all time is Rey Mysterio. I don't have an issue with Flippy. No, I, I have what I have a problem with is Flippy without selling anything. Yeah. But I'm saying, I'm saying that like fans are used to seeing like matches like that with Rey Mysterio, Young Bucks, instead of with all those high spots. Yeah. They, where this was an actual wrestling match with like pure rules. Like you're allowed, I believe, a maximum of two or three uh, rope breaks, and then it was it was, th- it was three rope breaks. Three rope breaks, and then if you try again, uh, it doesn't count. Yeah, and then and then there there was no tap outs either. Yeah. So it was um, it was very interesting, and um, and I I gotta tell you, I, I really I really like Mike Bennett being back in ROH because I feel like he's able to showcase um his talent uh much better in in a company like ROH. I hate it. I hate I hate him in WWE. Mike I, Mike Canella so like that's a little too close to my name. Mike Canella. That's a little too close to my name. Well yeah. <laughs> and, and the cuck storyline was a little Yeah, no, but I, I just think like that, that was, much. I just think it was terrible the way like the way they uh treated him in WWE. So good for him. But that actually, actually, no. I have to eat wor- my words because uh, submissions did count. It was rope breaks that didn't because 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 Gresham got the uh, submission victory. Okay. Um, but I thought this was I thought this was a great match. Um, um, I I wasn't really sure why the. Uh, why the crowd wasn't into this because I was. Then we had for the ROH World Television Championship Dragon Lee with La Bestia del Ring defeating Tony Deppen to become the new champion. Yeah, I'm, I'm only familiar with Dragon Lee. What? I'm only familiar with Dragon Lee and I'm not sure about the other guy, Tony Deppen. No, I wasn't either, but. But having said that, they surprised the hell out of me because because uh, this was this was one of the standout matches of the evening. Very very good. Then we had Violence Unlimited, Chris Dickinson and Homicide defeating the Foundation, Jonathan Gresham and Red Titus. Um, I personally wasn't. Uh, 
wasn't into this match as much. Not to say it wasn't a good one, um, uh, because it, because it was fun in terms of the weapons usage and and there was a uh, there was a razor's edge from the top rope into the, the table. That was pretty cool. Um, but um, well, like I said, some some of the some of the crowd just wasn't really responding um, to certain um, to certain issues. Guys, what's going on? This is we we have wrestling. We have live crowds back. You're able to go see this live. Why are you not uh, more excited? Oh, you know, but, but, you know, you're exactly right because to your point. I was going absolutely nuts. I was so excited. I, right? Like, uh, fans get to go see this live. They don't have to, like, watch it on TV or, or watch it on some stupid screen called a Thunderdome. Oh, God. Th- thank God for the death of the Thunderdome. I swear I swear to God, this, uh, the, the name of this episode is... The death of the Thunderdome. Oh, I like it. Okay, okay. Our last match in the main event, we have Bandito defeating Rouge to become the new ROH World Champion. And, and, and this, I, I'm familiar with both of these guys. And so, so am I. And this this was a fantastic main event. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Uh, the the ending was a little bit weird because I didn't like the ending because after after the match ended, um, you know the uh, Bandito ended up being absolutely destroyed. Oh okay. By uh, by um Rush. Uh by um by LFI. I'm trying to remember what that stands for. LFI. Um, hold on. I'll, I'll find it. LFI. Is it not, 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 not uh, Los Ingo Ben Ables? Um, no. What it, let me look oh, it so up. That, oh, it's totally different. Okay. Let me, let me look it up. LFI. I'm only familiar with uh, Los Ingo Bernables. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to look that up, oh, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Let's take a look. Hold on. Then I got you. I'm a fry. In ROH. Oh, Los Ingo Bernables. Yeah, La Faction in Gobernables. Yeah, La, fa- La Faction in Gobernables. Wait, isn't that the one uh, led by um, Amy Rose? Uh, yeah, but I uh, I did not see her. Oh, okay. Um, no, I'm, no, I'm saying because I know she leads a uh, faction in there. So I, yeah, but uh, yeah, I was I was surprised that she wasn't there. Um, I'm 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 not sure. We didn't get an update on that situation, but but yeah, the match was very cool. I just I did not like the ending because it completely overshadowed Bandito winning the championship. So that, that was the only real uh, sour note that I had for um, for the show. 
So it's sort of like a fun show. Yeah, it definitely was. And, um, you know, if anyone gets the opportunity to go see um, ROH Live, you know, any of our any of our listeners, I would uh, strongly suggest. Like, I have the, uh, the attendance shows 1,250. Yeah, that sounds about right. All right, very good. Uh, so you know what? That's good. That replaced uh, raw, so we can do our short and high low uh, edition of raw. Okay, yeah. So uh, that, yeah, uh, let's let's move on to Monday Night Raw. I apologize in advance. <laughs> well, no, I'm I'm gonna make this very quick. Oh no, I know. I, I still I, apologize I, in advance. Okay, so um. The the high point for me was um, if I can even find one uh, was uh, was Ricochet versus John Morrison. They always seem to have good matches. I mean, I mean, look at, at this point, they're already beating it to death. Yeah, and the match was the match was somewhat predictable. Um, with with Ricochet winning, uh, and and the fact that both of them, uh, you know, Ricochet and Morrison are going into the ladder match, um, but uh, but that doesn't that doesn't negate the fact that this was easily the best thing on the show. I'm sorry, are uh, you are you kidding me? The United States Championship, Sheamus defeats Humberto Carrillo in 17 seconds. Uh, yeah, it, it, it's just oh my god. Okay, and then what do you got? That's I guess that's the only high point, right? Yeah, and then and then the low point was um, well there there were there were really two. Um, anything that has to do with Dewdrop and Eva Marie is automatically gonna get one. Oh fuck! Did they have, did they have a backstage segment or something? Um, well, well, no, but no, because remember, um, um, they, they were there to, uh, to observe the Alexa Bliss, Nikki, oh, and yeah, yes, okay. Oscar versus Naomi. Yeah, okay. And, um, Eva Marie and, P- and Piper, um, you know, stare down all of the, um, all of the participants. All of the participants before the match. Can I take a uh, guess at what happened at the end? Sure, go ahead. Eva Marie took the the mic and said, "The winner of the match, Eva Marie." Uh, no. Oh, I'm I'm surprised. I you know I just yeah. I I just don't care. I really don't. Um, and and. And I have to add another one, and I know this is going to shock people. AJ Styles versus Ivar. Guess who got the victory? Um, Ivar? Well, you cheated because you looked at the card, but... <laughs> no. Well, because I'm following along with you, so you're not alone in this. Well, I mean, how the, f- how the fuck? And then I'll even add a, a, another... Um, another... Um, low point, and this may be the lowest of all the low points in this situation. Omos had his first singles match 
Okay, now that one I saw. This this guy doesn't belong anywhere near a professional wrestling ring. This guy is the male version of Eva, of Eva Marie. Ugh. No, wait, wait, come on now. Okay, who's worse though? Almost or uh, what the fuck? Commander Aziz. Commander Aziz, okay. but still, but still, I mean, <laughs> they're, both, they're both pretty bad. But this match was atrocious. I, I, I mean, it's just terrible. So, so uh, one more thing I have to mention because I was very confused of, about this. So, okay. so the ending of the night saw um, Bobby Lashley lose his mind. Um, he, he kicked all of uh, Lashley's ladies out of the ring. You mean MVP? Oh. To, to discuss business with um, with MVP on the MVP on the VIP lounge. Yep. Um, and he was just like, you know, Kofi was right. I'm I'm being soft and I'm getting distracted and. We need to focus on business, and then he destroyed the entire, um, uh, the entire um, set there, which was cool because that's the last visual that we get of him before he goes uh, one on one with Drew McIntyre and Money in the Bank. Um, but I have a question for you then. Yes, sir. Because if this is how we end the night with, um. Bobby Lashley, then how come he started the evening getting a roll-up pinfall loss to Xavier Woods after after Lashley hit the spear on him and the only reason he lost is because he was walking around showing off in, instead of going for the pin and, and you know, that, I mean, this... This was almost, I mean, it was almost painful. This is terrible. All you had to do was pin him and, (laughs) I mean, because Xavier Woods got destroyed, you know, but but because he wanted to walk around and do the... That's like fucking Mansoor uh, being concerned that Ali had his legs stuck in the rope and Ali rolls him up for the... (laughs) <laughs> but you're exactly right. You're exactly right, Elio. And, and, and to, to me, the question is, how do you make your WWE champion like that soon? Because I guarantee you the universal championship, the universal champion Roman Reigns wouldn't be caught dead like an ass stupid at all, let alone going into a pay-per-view title defense. So, I mean, it was just so stupid. So, I guess uh, that's it for the Raw Report. Yes, sir. All right, let's uh, move on to AEW Fighter Fest Night 1. What you think of Fighter Fest this week? Well, Night 1, anyway. <laughs> um, overall, very good. I, I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, the uh, AEW's, crowd... having, AEW's been having a string of enjoyable shows lately. This yeah, is the, floor, and... the fourth show. And they had um, they had a very raucous crowd in um, in Texas. Um, I, I I would dare say that the AEW crowd was better than this um, 
better than the SmackDown crowd, and they were both uh, Texas crowds this week. Um, like I found the, the opening match on Moxley Carl Anderson. That was uh, when the, a great opening match. I really enjoyed that one. Um, pardon me. Yes. Um, the, the, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this isn't a case of me coughing because I have I'm allergic to bullshit. Trust me, there was no bullshit on AEW. Oh, this was a fun show. Um, yeah, this was very good. I just need to take a sip because I've been talking too much. Okay, and then uh, we had uh, Ricky Starks to defeating Brian Cage become the new FDW champion. And this would confuse me because who's a good guy and who's a bad guy? Because uh, these guys are both like I don't know. First and well, like well clearly, clearly the bad guys are uh, the rest of Team Taz because they wanted um, they, they they've been wanting uh, Brian Cage out for quite a while, and that's why we had. Uh, that's why we had Hook and um, Hobbs um, screwing him on the outside. But but, but see, because it, this is confusing, because at first it looked like uh, Cage was uh, the face, but then like the crowd just, uh, was seemed to be getting behind Ricky Stark, even though he was doing all the heelish tactics, like biting the hand and stuff. Well... I think the crowd is just behind Ricky Starks because he or face, he's fucking awesome. I like Ricky Starks. Uh, so do I. So, um, and then, uh, okay, this went, this match it was one that I didn't really care for or to, about, uh, but it was better than I than, uh, expected Christian Cage defeating Matt Hardy. Yeah, and, and um, they were really pushing the fact that this was the first time uh, that Christian ever beat uh, Matt. <laughs> and uh, like the, it was a great story here. You can tell like that these guys uh, have hated each other for like the longest time, going back to their WWF days. Exactly. Yeah, they did a very good job of uh, playing up that history. Now let me ask you this: We think about this next, uh, this next guy, Sammy Guevara defeating Wheeler Yuta. I didn't really understand why that match had to take place. And um, I, sorry, I'm looking up uh, Wheeler Yuta. Like, uh, what else he's been in there? He's got ROH. Yeah, I, I had, I had never heard of him, so I was. I was very confused as to why um, they were pushing this match so hard. And I, the only reason I could think of was because I know Sammy Guevara is a Texas boy. And I know uh, the crowd was very hot for him. But in terms of the actual match, it was, um, you know, um, I, I don't think it was, I don't think it was anything to write home about. I'm not a fan of I'm not a big fan of Wheeler Yuta now that I'm thinking back to the match like because I'm I'm seeing like the match play out in my head in the yeah now I'm seeing yeah, another, another uh, fan because on my other show I was like well I still have to see more from this guy but I'm like I don't think I think I've seen enough from this guy plus he came out with the best friends that already he, drops him he, he, well I agree absolutely so. Then we had someone that we haven't seen in ages, Yuka Sakazaki, defeating Penelope Ford. And, and look, I know Penelope Ford's a very gorgeous woman, a gorgeous woman so people kind of mark out, but I couldn't give two shits about this match. 
Yeah, you know, um, I wanted to like it, uh, but I mean, Yuka Sakazaki, I've seen her before. I like her, but just this match was just... No, the, the match just didn't do it for me. And then, Ben, we had our very first Narkaski match, our very first coffin match. Oh, my God. <laughs> cool. What'd you think? I, I, you know what? I I really liked it. It was very entertaining. But um, but let me uh, let me tell you something. I and I said that I said this last week. Darby Allen is not going to have a very long career, ladies and gentlemen. Because he needs to stop. He he you see he wore that protective whatever chest uh, plate. Well, whatever. Well, well, and the but the thing is, he took two coffin drops. One. Was on steel steps. Jesus. He needs to stop doing that. Or no, I'm sorry. He took a razor's edge on steel steps. He did the coffin drop. I think he did it through the casket. Yeah, and then he and then he did the um, the co- the coffin drop through the casket after he already won the match. And, and can I say, what a cheap-looking casket. Wait, did, was there not enough money to line the inside of it? it yeah, good. well, well apparently they didn't They didn't take any cues from The Undertaker, I can tell you that. <laughs> that, but, looked, um, that, that looked so ugly when I when they opened the lid and, I looked and we saw inside the casket. It's like, it's all wood. At least line it with something. Yeah, I, I would agree. All right, so that's uh that's uh AW Fighter Fest night one, an enjoyable show. Let's hope uh, night two is uh, as enjoyable as this one was. Absolutely. And now we move over to NXT. Ben, what do you got? Um, I'm like I said, I'm just gonna do uh, highlights and yep. lowlights. Yep. Um, I I really enjoyed the opening match between. Uh, Dakota Kai and Ember Moon. I do not understand why uh, why Shotzi Blackheart was moved up to SmackDown. I just don't get it. Um, and, and and more than that, why was she put up there with um, with um, Tegan Knox when they had nothing to do with each other? You know, I said I said this. Actually, 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 explain that though. The Tegan Knox and um. Shotzi uh, connection. They had teamed together in the the women's uh, tag team or something like that. Well, so well, that may be, but still. Yeah. Gonna, I get. If, you, if you're gonna call, if you're gonna call Shotzi up as part of a tag team, first of all, to me, Shotzi Blackheart is not a tag team wrestler, so that's your yeah. first strike. But secondly, if you're gonna call her up, call her up with the person who she's in a tag team with, number one. And number two, Ember Moon would have made more sense on the main roster anyway because she's already been there. And, 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 and you know what? Actually, I just thought of something. Yeah. Back to what I said. Like, I hate when they put two women together that they that <laughs> they break up and they break them up after a while, but they say, like, oh, they've known each other for a long time. 
Uh, well, no, I mean, come on. I'm, we've seen that so many times. No, I'm saying that. I'm saying I hate, I hate when they do that. Like, uh, oh, no, I know what you're saying. I'm just yeah. saying, I, I'm just saying, I agree with you. Yeah. All right. Um, so, what else do we have here? And then another, another high point was, um, not the match itself, but the fact that TG Dolan's uh, entrance music was um, was an instrument was an instrumental version of "Sweet Dreams Are Made of the, of These." Priscilla Kelly, what? So, so that that was pretty cool. Yeah, um, she looks good. Uh, Gigi Dolan, I don't know. I would have stayed with Priscilla Kelly. Well, they can't do that because they don't own it. I guess. Um, you don't. Oh, okay, I guess so. she. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. She, that's her. Wow, yeah. You can't own someone's real name. Come on, that they were born with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, go on. And uh, <laughs> and then of course, Gargano versus Cross was awesome. Uh, this was this was a great main event, and um, and then Cross attacks Samoa Joe post match. Uh, to set up your SummerSlam takeover main event. Um, you know, I, I heard people... I, I, I love takeovers. They're so fun. Yeah, and and, and if we can get a crowd um, in there uh, without the um, without the protective barricades and and move and move it back to um, to full sail, I think I think it could be really good. So I'm hoping that um, NXT is done with the Capital Wrestling Center because I really want to get them back into full sale. I have to ask, what's with these uh, guys we've never heard of? Duke Hudson and Ike and Jiro? Is that the way it's pronounced? Um, yeah, but I mean that what that was the um, that was the first match of the first round of the NXT Breakout Star Tournament, and I really liked it. And I really like that. Yeah, there's a, there's a new tournament going on. Yeah, oh. the, because the first time they did this tournament was in 2019, and Bronson Reed won that tournament. Oh, okay. See, I wasn't. I think I because I wasn't. We weren't getting NXT regular here, like on TV. Okay, that makes sense. Oh, Duke Hudson. I'm looking it up. That that was Brennan Vink. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I guess this continues next week. Is there like a brackets? Um. Yeah, I think so. Because because. Uh, I love uh, when they have tournaments. I always make my brackets and I like follow along. I just like doing that. Yeah, so, so do I. So, all right. So now we're going to move on to Friday Night SmackDown, the first SmackDown with a live audience. Oh, God bless America. <laughs> it was it was so nice to see a live audience. You no, know, in this episode, I don't care if there was like good or bad on it. It gets like passed because I just I was just happy to see a live audience back. Yeah, I I, I I mean I wouldn't be that hospitable, but it does get um you know it automatically becomes better with, with the crowd. Yeah. So because now we um, know we now we know what works and what doesn't. 
And I'll I'll tell you what I will I will I want to give the state of Texas a lot of credit this week because they showed the fuck up to both AEW and WWE shows, and they lit that shit up. I mean, they brought the energy, man. They were ready to fucking roll, and they made the show. And okay, I gotta ask you that that Roman Reigns uh statue whenever that blow up thing do they have what do you think of that one thing well no that's not a blow up thing that's a not, that's a, not a, a blow up thing that uh, Roman Reigns statue well that that's not even a statue that's a CGI thing um, oh, okay no just the way it looked it looked like to the way uh the camera angle was no, because if they had a statue of them, I'd be just shitting all over it, but that's just a CGI thing. Okay, so here we go. The the man, the show begins with, uh, well, of course, we had Vince coming out uh, for like two seconds. Yeah, and it, to me, that was very random. Yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, at first man. Not that, not that he came out, but just what he what said was extremely random. Wait, 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 what did he say? I didn't even catch it. I I know he said something. I heard him something, but what did he say exactly? He said, where the hell have you been? Oh my God. <laughs> that is like, 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 so he completely no-sold the pandemic, and I think that's just, like, so stupid. <laughs> that's so lame. Okay, but our opening match was uh, Roman Reigns and the Usos defeating Edge and the Mysterios. This yeah. <clears throat> uh Don Mysterio had a rough night going through the table, like oh my God, I saw bouncing that. off. Yeah. Well, not, not even going through it, but just bouncing off of it. You know, you know what? Okay. Uh, this is just stupid. I, I think WB is wrong. They're gonna because now they're having a tag team championship match on Sunday, the pay-per-view. The Usos do not need a tag team championship. They need to send Jimmy Uso away to get help. Yeah. Not I mean, reward them with the title run. I mean, you know, I agree. I already went on this rant last week. If yeah. you wanna hear if you wanna hear my thoughts on that one hit the last week's Hit up last week's episode. Um, you know, like, like I said, I'm not going to blow a gasket. I, no, the, no. Uh, the veins in my neck and my forehead really need a break. Um, and, and you'll notice, I think, that this this show will uh, register the, the fewest amounts of F-bombs in the history of the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. So I really am trying to maintain my composure, and I just feel like if I have to go on, a, on a, another rant regarding uh, re- regarding Jimmy Uso, I'm gonna, I, there's going to be a problem. Uh, otherwise, I thought this was a fun opening match. I enjoyed this match. So did I. So then we had we had Sami Zayn makes me out to cut promo, and he's interrupted by returning Finn Balor. Um, that was kind of random, but I get it. Um, it. It seemed based off the fact that he attacked... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it seemed based off the fact that he attacked uh, Sami Zayn that they're uh, turning him face. 
Okay. Uh, that that and his ring attire. Mm-hmm. Um, but um. Oh, was ring attire the same as uh, what he had in NXT? No, it's not. No. No, 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 it's not because he had um he had like black the um the prince attire and on on the, on this one it was just a generic blue um attire that he's worn. Oh no, oh, I I was just looking at the jacket. Sorry. No, I I just I was looking at the jacket. I thought you meant the jacket. No, 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 I'm I'm not talking about the jacket. I'm, yeah, I'm, ta- I'm no, talking about I, the tights. Now I see it. Yeah. Right. Um see I do pay attention. Um uh, even even the smallest details. Get your shit together, Canelo. What the fuck? <laughs> the, then we had a tag team championship contender match. Shotzi and Knox. This was, this was so fucking stupid. I, I hate that name. Knox. Shotzi and Knox. No. Don't stop. Uh, stop that immediately. Yeah. Um, first of all. And secondly, um, why did this match need to happen again? We already saw this last week. So they defeat Tamina and Natalia in a non-title match. Yay. Then we have the SmackDown Women's Championship, Bianca Belair defeating Carmella. This match was disappointing. I expected it to be better. Mm-hmm. I'm going to... I still think uh, Liv Morgan's going to win and cash in next week or... No, well, no, now they she can't. Well, she can still cash in on Bianca, I guess. But uh, I was, I was, uh, they just ruined my original idea. Which was? Which was uh, Carmella winning and uh, the more cashing in on Carmella. Well, yeah, we know that that wasn't going to happen now. Yeah, no, I'm saying that's why I said it ruined my original idea. Yeah, I know, I'm just agreeing. So then uh, we have. King Corbin begs uh, and a fatal four-way rose up with King Corbin. Whatever. Baron Corbin. I don't care. All right. Whatever. Happy. I know what they're trying to do with him. I just don't care because I don't like Baron Corbin at all. Yeah. Happy Corbin. Yay. No one cares. Uh, so I guess uh, the fit of four way was uh, the main event where with uh, Kevin Owens, uh, Biggie, Seth Rollins, and Nakamura. Um, you know, I uh, it was a little bit. Um, I mean, I, I didn't I didn't think the match was as good, but um, having said that, they really did try. I just wasn't. Uh, I just wasn't. I couldn't get too too invested in it. All right, and uh, so that is our SmackDown report. So Ben, we covered all the shows. Now we're gonna move on to the to the even more fun parts because I was on TikTok and oh, I found, and, I, and I found some interesting. Um, <laughs> I found some interesting. Um, things on there. The first one being, and this is your own opinion uh, for uh, for uh, this true or false WWE edition, okay? Okay. So, here we go. 
All right, so I'm let me just. Uh, Randy Orton deserves untitled run. Based on your, this is based on your opinion. Randy Orton deserves the title run. True. All right, next we have Nikki's gimmick is not good. True. It's horrendous. All right, then next page is underrated. Um, false. Ooh, okay. And uh, next we have Alexa Bliss's goddess gimmick is way better than what she has now. She's still in. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, uh, yeah, true. Okay, and uh, next one is Biggie doesn't have what it takes. False. You're a fan of Biggie? Okay. Absolutely. All right. Huge, huge fan of Biggie. The quicker they remove him from the goofy New Day shit, the better. And this is, I believe, this one is going to be the last one. Kofi deserves another title run. Um, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say false. Not because I truly believe he doesn't. It's just that I don't think Kofi Mania is gonna get captured again because that was, it was, it was so, um, it was so genuine the first time. Where, and I feel like if they tried to do it again, it wouldn't come off near as genuine as the original. All right. So that was a true or false WWE edition. Okay, Ben, actually, <laughs> I'm mistaken. This is not like the same as uh, uh, Mary fucking kill. Uh, with the red pill, blue pill, and yellow pill, you have to pick only one. You can only pick one. Red pill, blue pill, or yellow pill. Okay. So go ahead, make your pick. Um, well, no, you got to tell me what they are first. That's the whole point. You got to tell me what the pills represent, and I pick one. So your red pill represents Jeff Hardy returns, blue pill Kurt Angle returns, or yellow pill CM Punk returns. Yellow pill. So yellow pill CM Punk returns to face AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, sign me up for that one immediately. All right, and uh, so that was that. And uh, next, we're going to rank the top 10 women's entrance themes. What I'm going to do, though, however, what I'm going to do, though, is I'm going to play all of them first, and then I'm going to, and then uh, you're going to, I'm going to tell you the, the order that uh, they've been ranked. Am I going to get pissed off? I don't know. We'll see. Oh, God. Are you ready? Ladies and ladies and gentlemen, I would just like to paint a picture before we start this game. Elio has a shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so I'm, I'm getting a preemptive feeling that I'm going to get real pissed off. And he knows it. He's just down playing the game a little bit. All right. All right. 
Okay, New Yorkies, all right. Leaders. Ronda Rousey, all right. my patience. <laughs> <laughs> Number nine, Becky Lynch. Um, has got to be, 
Probably, probably Becky Lynch. I've, I've never really liked her theme very okay. much. Yeah, I've never really liked it. That's why I'm going. Okay, number nine. Uh, nine, Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Oh. Back in 1980, 182 was fine. Now today, eh. Next. Uh, um, number eight. Um, Paige. Okay. Uh, number seven. Uh, Oscar. Okay. I don't really. Okay. I don't really like Oscars either. All right. Uh, number six. Um, China. Okay. Uh, number five, um, Bianca Belair. Okay. Uh, number four, um, what are the remaining names on the list? Remind me. Oh, we had uh, Rhea Ripley, Sasha Banks, Trish Stratus, and Naomi. Or you mean and Lita too. Um and Lita, yes. Yeah, so uh number number four. Um actually I'm gonna put Naomi lower on the list. I'm gonna put Naomi at seven and then switch up number seven to number six. Okay. Um and then uh number four um uh, would have been uh, Trish Stratus. Uh, number three, Sasha Banks. Two, Rhea Ripley. And one, Lita. All right. Okay. That sounds like a much better list than this one. I, I, these people, I like, but this is fun. I follow wrestling content on TikTok just like to get like these because they're, 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 it's fun to like try them out on you and on, on the show. Just like a fun way to end the show. Yeah, absolutely. And, when, yeah. and uh, before we do that, before we get it, we go back in time. We have to do our money in the bank. Uh, or do you want to do that after our time travel? Let's do um let's do the money in the bank last. All right, cool. So we are going to go back. Okay, let me see if I can uh, patch this call through. Ben. Yeah. How's it going? Not bad. I didn't realize you had a soundboard in, in your uh, basement there. I'm just having fun. We're just uh, kicking it. We're having fun here in 1983. How's things in 2021? Well, the the, the technological advances would blow your mind. <laughs> so, uh, how was your weekend? What did you do? Um, I uh, well, so far my weekend hasn't started yet. Oh, okay. Uh, it's Friday night, not Saturday. Remember, we we uh, <laughs> we've moved the show up a day. Well, I, I went to I went to a movie the other day. I went to see this one. This new movie that just came out called The Outsiders. Oh Lord! Yeah, really cool. Yes, movie. yeah, that's somewhat of a classic in today's day and age. We we talk about it. Just came out. It's brand new. I don't know what we're talking about. 
Well, you're, you're talking from 1983. Three. Yeah. And I'm talking in 2021. So here it's been out for quite a while. Do your math, bitch. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm trying, I'm trying to like uh, get some sound here. Sometimes it cuts out. So it's why I didn't hear you. All right. So um, I'm hanging out here in Texas. Where are you now, right now? I am in Freeland, Maryland, which if, if you've never heard of that, that's fine, because nobody outside of my house has heard of it either. All right, there you go. So um, we're here for another round of Southwest Championship Wrestling. Absolutely. All right, let's uh, take a look at what we have this week on this week's episode. And, and to to remind to remind folks of the structure of this segment, um, LAO is going to tell me the match situation, and I'm supposed to identify the heel and the face. Yes, like and uh, this for you, this will have already happened. Whereas where I am in my timeline, this uh, is happening right now. Everything that I'm gonna go through is going on right now. Okay, well just don't be scared. Like someone about to come off like a genius, and you're about to come off like a jackass. Oh, okay. Let's see how well you do this week. <laughs> So our first match, we had Tiger Conway Jr. defeating Juan Reynosa with a flying headbutt from the top rope. Okay, I'm going to say Juan Reynosa was the face and um, Conway was the heel. Uh, uh, It's the other way around, sir. In uh, Southwest, Tiger Conway is a big face in, in the promotion. Okay. Well, I'm allowed to get one wrong. And then we had a tag tag team tag team action. We had Tank Patton and Buck Robley defeating Tom Pritchard and Rolampico Leon. Rolampico okay. Leon is a, a popular uh, Mexican uh, luchador. Well, well, he might be popular, but just by the fact that he's teamed up with a Pritchard. He has to be the heel. And I don't care about your reality in the 80s in this situation. Just because he's a Pritchard, he's a heel because his brother is a motherfucking piece of shit. Are you familiar with his brother? Yes. I'm not not familiar with him. I only know of uh, Tom Pritchard. Well, trust me, his brother Bruce, a.k.a. Brother Love is the executive director of Raw and SmackDown nowadays in 2021, and he sucks. And he's a fat bitch, and he works alongside a beaver named Kevin Dunn. All right. And uh, in this match, Robley defeats... Robley uh, gets the three count on Rolampico Leon with a pile driver. Okay, so the printer's still lost. Okay, very good. And then we have Chavo Guerrero defeating the spoiler. Well, I think I think given the fact that it that um, the location Chavo was probably the face. He was a big face, yes, sir. Uh, yeah. 
In another tag team match, we had the team of Chino Hernandez and Tully Blanchard defeating Leo Slites and Ivan Putsky. Ooh, this is a tough one because usually I would say Blanchard would have been a shoe-in for the heel, but since Ivan Putsky, hmm. Uh, based off of the location, I'm still going to have to say that uh, that Blanchard was probably the, the heel. I, I, just, I can't see Tully Blanchard being a face. Yes, correct. Chino Hernandez and Tully Blanchard are the heels at this uh, present moment in time. Absolutely. But, uh, I, only time will tell if that uh, will change. <laughs> In the next match, now this was really stupid and ridiculous. Now, Scott Casey, I I brought that name up last week, and I told you in WWF, he was in your uh, timeline of 1990. WWF, he was a jobber. He was a jobber. However, in uh, 1983, he is a big name and, uh, <laughs> and a big face and, I believe, a world champion. So he defeated the Bounty Hunter. Now here's a storyline going on at this moment. Scott Casey is currently feuding with Eddie Mansfield. Eddie mm-hmm. Mansfield has put out a $5,000 bounty on Scott Casey's head. And so... And, and why is that? Because Scott Casey's the top guy. He's the champion. And uh, Eddie Mansfield wants... To sit once to take Scott Casey out of Southwest. Okay, okay. So, of course, uh, Scott Casey defeats the bounty hunter, but this is where things really get where things get really stupid here. Buck Robley, I brought him up earlier. He yeah, makes really? his, he makes his way out to the ring and to attack Scott Casey. Then he slides out of the ring. Removes the mask from the bounty hunter and puts the mask on himself right in front of Scott Casey. So he doesn't even hide the fact that uh, he's putting the mask on. Right. So he attacks Scott Casey and lays him out. And then uh, there's a big brawl between them. But I just thought that was really stupid. I mean, well, well that was that was probably a, a botch in storytelling because that just. That seems so stupid. I mean, why would you put the mask on right in front of your enemy? Yeah, I mean, that defeats the the entire purpose of the mask. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So then, okay, and then then in our next uh, show, because we we had two tapings here, we had Mike Graham and Manny Fernandez defeating Juan Renosa and Tank Patton. Well, uh, Manny Fernandez. I'm trying to remember. He is a raging bull. I think so. I think he would have been the face in that situation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then, of course, Buck Robley defeats Lee Cole. Okay. Well, we are we already know with with Robley. So, and in the main match, main event, tag yeah. team action. The team of Bruiser Brody and Scott Casey defeating Kelly Kaninsky and the Spoiler. Okay, well, it's 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 hard to imagine, but um, but I be- I believe uh, the the team with the Spoiler would have had to been the heel. 
Yes, sir. Brody was a huge Given. was a huge face at the. It's a huge face at in this uh, era of uh, yeah. Southwest. Yeah, as soon as you mentioned Bruiser Brosy and or not Bruiser Brosy, this is not Zack Ryder. No, uh, uh, Bruiser Brody. I knew that he would have been the face in that situation. Sure. All right. So um, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna connect the time circuits and and uh, transport myself back to 2021 because I believe we have to close out the show. So Ben, take care, and I'll talk to you next week. Absolutely. All right, Ben. How's it going? <laughs> well, wow. I, 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 so what you think uh, of that Southwest? I love. I love that. I love that sound effect. And I I did much better uh, this week than in our debut um, segment with that. Now I have to I now I have to say because now I'm not going in order, but there's a reason for that because I was looking at the app and there was like volume four, five, six, seven, eight. However, I'm it's out of order because I'm going after the last chance episodes before they disappear to make room for new content. Right. So just uh, to let the fans know that if I if they're out of order, that's the reason why. So I believe uh, we see we uh, go over this money in the bank uh, card. Absolutely. All right. So let me just pull up the. Oh, you know what? Hold on. I'm gonna also grab the um. Uh, from Bleacher Report because I'm curious to hear your thoughts on uh, this one as well. First, I'm gonna first we'll go over the Bleacher Report and then uh, we'll go over the cards. Okay. So let's pull up the perfect picks for Money in the Bank. Here we go. Okay. So, uh, the first one on Bleach Report. Okay. Will John Cena or Becky Lynch make an appearance? Yes or no? At Money in the Bank? Yeah. Um, I, 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 be- I believe... Uh, John, John Cena has a much better chance. Okay, because I, I I picked yes for that one. Yeah, I would um, I I would I would say yes. I I would save Becky Lynch for SummerSlam. Okay. And and John Cena for Money in the Bank. Okay, and uh, for okay, well, this one we're gonna save for the match. Yeah, the rest that we're going to save right now for the match. I'm just going to, for the card. So here we go. I just wanted to get that one out of the way. That was the only random question. So here we go. Um, We'll go with um, from uh, why. Okay. We're going to go top to bottom, but I don't know why they're doing this. Or No, uh, but. Yeah, bottom to top. No, they're doing, they have uh, the. Kickoff show, uh, they have it lined up. It's like kickoff show, and then uh, the matches are lined up. All okay, right. but I don't know why they're putting this on the kickoff. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, 
I know what match you're talking about, and that pisses me off. The, Go ahead. The Mysterios versus the Usos. Um, I'm going to say... I'm going to say the Usos, and I don't like the fact that I'm saying that, but based on the on-screen storyline... Yep. I'm going to go with the Usos. Yeah, I'm going with the Usos too, and that's on the kickoff show. Why? I don't know. You put the tag team titles on the kickoff show. Look, and usually I, usually I would have a much bigger problem with that, but um, I just have a much bigger problem that the, that the Usos are even being featured right now. Yeah, you know what? Actually, I don't really care that this one, so I just because uh, I'd rather not see them on the main show. Yeah. All right, so the first ma- uh, official match of the show, we have the Money in the Bank ladder match uh, with Ricochet, John Morrison, Riddle, Drew McIntyre, Biggie, Kevin Owens, Nakamura, and Seth Rollins. I'm going with Riddle. Yeah, I I, I um. <laughs> Because we know one thing for sure after SmackDown, um, it's not going to be Seth Rollins. And my pick, my two names that immediately jumped off the page at me was Riddle and Seth Rollins as possibilities. Uh, Given what we saw on SmackDown earlier tonight, I'm much more confident that it could be Riddle unless, unless... Randy Orton comes back to screw him. So if we don't have a Randy Orton sighting um, at Money in the Bank, um, I think I think it's going to be a riddle. All right. And then we have uh, for the women's championship con- match contract, Asuka, Naomi, Alexa Bliss, Nikki, Liv Morgan, Selena Vega, Natalia, and Tamina. And I've got Liv Morgan winning. Um... I'm still sticking with Liv Morgan. I I wanted to be Liv Morgan, but I got a I got a nasty suspicion it's gonna be Nikki Ash. I know. And then she's gonna cash in, and then she's not gonna be almost a superhero anymore. She's gonna be an actual superhero. Oh God! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that. Then that's my fear. <laughs> Oh, I'm, I'm still sticking with him, Morgan, just because I really don't want that storyline to happen. Well, I don't want it either, but I'm just, you know, we got to go with what we actually think. Yeah. Uh, then we have for the WWE Championship, Bobby Lashley versus Kofi Kingston. I'm going with Lashley. I think Kingston's going to get absolutely destroyed. Yeah. Ooh, you think, what, you think uh, we get a heel turn? On in the on the new day, Woods. Poss- possibly, but I. But either way, I just think that. Um, I just think it's time. Skip, stop it with these guys already. They've been around since 2014. It's enough already. Yeah. Like uh, Woods is so much can do so much on the singles run. Yeah, I agree. All right, then we have for the women's championship, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Ah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with Rhea Ripley. Charlotte, I don't think Charlotte needs it. 
Well, I'm I'm hoping it's Rhea Ripley, but I have a nasty little suspicion it's going to be Charlotte Flair. Okay. Then we have Roman Reigns versus Edge. Uh, I don't see Edge winning it. No, no, not at all. No, no, cha- no, no. chance in hell. Roman Reigns. Shout, shout, shout out to Vince. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. <laughs> and, and I didn't even do that on purpose, but I, I mean, I there's just no way in hell that, uh, that Roman is dropping the title right now. And then we have AJ Styles and Omos uh, versus the Viking Raiders. I'm gonna. I feel. I feel the Viking Raiders are gonna are gonna win. I certainly hope so because after what I, we I, saw, I think it's time. I mean, how long have they been here? And they they haven't. Were they were they NXT champions? I wasn't following. Yes. So, yes. So I think it's time that they win the, the main championships. It's well, they have, be- they have before, but... Yeah, I think I, it's time to do it again, because I can't, because they had, I think it was Eric out with the injury, or was it Ivar? It was, um, it was Ivar that was out with the, yeah, with, so with the neck injury. Anyway, I'm going to go with the Viking Raiders, because, yeah, take the belt off of AJ and uh, almost. AJ is better than this, look at this. Pairing him yeah. with almost, cut out. I, I agree. All right, so that is our Money in the Bank uh, predictions uh, Sunday night. It's going to be fun having a live crowd on the on the first pay on the first pay per view out of the pandemic era. Absolutely, yeah, it really is, and um, it, it is just um, you know not to be cliche, but like wrestling really does depend on the crowds. Yep. You know, more than any other sport or, you know, entertainment product, like wrestling needs the interaction of those fans. Yep. And I am like, look, I'm I'm not I'm not jaded enough to say that like, you know, oh the product is gonna improve so much now that fans are back. And I I hate to do this to you, I hate to end the show on a sour note, but um I'm hearing Goldberg is supposed to return. Oh, no, 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 no. No Goldberg. No Goldberg. I heard about this. Yeah, he's supposed to return um, on Monday Night Raw to set up a program with uh, Bobby Lashley. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck off. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, I think, I think, it's official. Elio has dropped more F-bombs than I have <laughs> on this podcast. And I think that's the first time ever. Now, fans, fans, before we go, I want to remind you about the other show that we have, the WPOV Network, where you can find myself every Thursday and every Monday night. And, of course, on Aftermath, after every pay-per-view. So you, can, so you can find that at Wrestling, you can write to us on Wrestling POV Podcast, Instagram Wrestling POV1, and Twitter Wrestling POV, and Ben, we have t-shirts. Yes, I, I have to look into purchasing one. I always meant to do that. And then so, I, we have five designs, three for 
WPOV2 for global. Go to prowrestlingtees.com backslash wrestlingpov and get yours today. I think I think I would have to pick the uh, the Wolfpack inspired design. I, I really like those that. are cool. Those are yeah. cool. I still have to get mine as well. Okay, but we're bringing show to Oh, by the way, let me tell you what we got next week. Cool. So next week we're gonna move out of Texas for a while. Yeah, it's too hot in Texas. We're heading over to Memphis. We're gonna um, actually let me see. I have the I have uh, the information here. We are going to be moving to Memphis, looking at uh, Memphis wrestling, the CWA, and we are gonna be looking at April twenty fifth, nineteen eighty seven. Oh, that that should be interesting. Then we have, then we have May second, nineteen eighty seven. And then we have February of 88 and March and June and July of 88. Uh, have we ever looked at the AWA before? I don't think so. No, not the AWA. This is Memphis, the CWA. Oh, oh okay. I thought you said AWA. But this one, this one, you're going to have, uh, you're going to actually be uh, more familiar with uh, the names in this one. So you're, you're going to do pretty good here. Okay, well, I'll hold you to it. So it's uh, from 1987. Next week is April of 87. Okay, very good. All right. So, Ben, we see you bring a show to a close. Absolutely. Hi, fans. Cheap <sighs> pops. You're still pissing me off with the cheap pops. All right, fans. I'm Elio. He's Ben. This has been the PNC Progression Wrestling Podcast. Tune in Tuesday night for our Money in the Bank results show. Colossal we come these renegades